Petra Kopas is a disability culture activist and a community performance artist who's coming to Troy for two events. First, she will give an artist lecture at MPAC on October 11th, and then on October 12th, she will come to the sanctuary to connect with the community. Petra Kopas joins me now. Welcome to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thank you so much for having me, Sina. It's lovely to be here. And it's lovely to have you pronounce my name in a real German way. I adore that. <laughs> <laughs> I take all kinds of pronunciations of my names, but this is lovely to hear. <laughs> Wonderful. It's so great to talk to you. That one sentence barely does you justice. So could you please introduce yourself to our listeners? Yes. Hello there. So I am a German person who lives right now in, in Michigan on Three Fires Confederacy, um, land in a little Rust Belt town called Ypsilanti. And I am indeed a disability culture activist and I am a community performance artist. These are my two core identities. So I work with other people in the disability community. I myself am disabled. I'm also a cis queer white woman. And I love bringing people together to create art. And I'm very much looking forward to doing that in Troy next week. We have produced full schedule starting at MPAC and then two events at the sanctuary. What can we expect and um, what are you thinking will take place in Troy? Let's begin with what's taking place on Wednesday at MPAC. Lovely. So on Wednesday at MPAC, I will be sharing with people the first cut, the early cut, it's not quite finished, the first cut of the Cripmat Archive Dances. This is a project I've been engaged in since uh, 2021. It started with a residency at the New York Public Library in the dance archives there. And I was looking for disabled presences, disabled and mad presences in the archive. I'm not really a historian though, so I'm, I'm in the stacks for a little bit, I'm finding material, but then I go outside and I invite my fellow disabled friends, dancers, and choreographers to join me outside the archive to, to engage in these embodied transmissions. So I'm bringing out gestures and we dance these together. And I hope to do something very similar to that uh, on Wednesday in Troy as well. I will be sharing with you community media clips from people who identify as disabled and or as mad and in which they share through movement, something about the experiences. And we will take this in and think together about what it means to engage in embodied transmission. The idea of, of sharing experiences through movements, do you see dance as a form of communication? I do see dance as a form of communication. And I also see dance as a form of sharing energy and agency. So that's for me a very important aspect here is that we're moving away from the kind of memoir narrative of this is what happened to me. This is my story. This is how I came from beginning, middle, end, you know. And of course, most of these conditions that we have do not have an end. You know, we're living our lives as we move through. We're, we're improvising and, and shifting our, our way through our lives. So dance for me is a very beautiful metaphor and a beautiful concrete material way of thinking about the agency of disabled people. And then on Thursday, you'll be coming to the sanctuary as part of the NEA Our Town Sanctuary Eco Art Trail project. How does the wheelchair procession along the Sanctuary Eco Art Trail, followed by the Dream Performance and Workshop, connect us to land and its histories and futures and support the Eco Art Trail's goal of connecting living Indigenous legacy with striving for more environmentally just futures? 
Thank you. So yeah, I'm very excited about this part of the of my visit because it is a complete improvisation. I have not been to this space yet. I'm a visitor. I'm the visitor who will ask for permission to enter this land and to be in engagement with this land. I am someone who flies in and flies out. And I come and I like to offer, if I am invited, the um, the invitation to explore with me what it means to be on this land as indigenous people, as settler people, uh, our different histories, our different connections to industry, to brownfield sites, to urban development, uh, to all the aspects that likely are part of this trail. So if you come to join us, uh, you will find yourself part of a procession that stops and engages in seven-minute dances, short seven-minute dances where people can move just with their hands or just with their eyebrows or even just inside themselves. So it's not like you have to now go out and fully dance and take a pirouette through the street. Very few people will be listening right now are probably likely to do that, but you know, if you want to, you're welcome to. But mo more, most of us, I imagine, will be just sensing our way on the street, sensing through the asphalt, sensing through the gravel, sensing down into the earth and gaining a sense of what might have been there. And we'll call on the, on the knowledge that is in the street with us at that point. I do not hold that knowledge. I have to ask local people as knowledge carriers to share that knowledge with me in improvisation. So on Thursday, there will be the Eco Art Trail wheelchair procession, then a community meal, and then the dream workshop performance. And this is developed from your Starship Somatics classes, a modality you developed during the lockdown of COVID. You write that, quote, Starship Somatics engage our body-mind-spirits as portals, as transmobiles that honor pasts and jet us towards speculative futures among the stars or deep in the earth in flux and transformation, end quote. What else can you tell us about Starship Somatics? Lovely, thank you. Yeah, this is one of these, my description of Starship Somatic is a little bit nebulous, isn't it? But, you know, I hope it works. So we start this in, in March 2020. So just as the pandemic began, everything shut down, right? None of us could go anywhere. And... Um, I really thought about, well, how can I create a somatic modality that is accessible to all people, that is accessible to people who are disabled, who have painful bodies, who are, you know, painful body, mind, spirits, who, uh, who cannot just go out and have a run in the neighborhood, you know? What else can we do to, to keep our tissues engaged creatively? And how can we use this screen as a way of doing that? So I started to run these sessions, which are usually about just under an hour long. And it's a dream journey. I take people on a journey. And when I run, when I do this, particularly in 2020, when we were in the lockdown phase of it all, usually half of my the screens in front of me, half of the Zoom screens had people who were in their tiny little apartments in Brooklyn or what have you, you know, like really small. And they were dancing full out from the bed to their dresser. You know, I could see them just like reaching across the Zoom square. And the other half of, of, the, um, of the Zoom squares showed people resting very peacefully and just going on this deep internal journey. No outward dancing visible at all. I could just see these deeply relaxed faces, these deeply relaxed human beautiful bodies lying there and at the end of the session when we come out we usually 
create a little communal poem uh, in which people share a little glimpse of what they've done and where they've been. And I get to see and I get to hear that they've been on amazing planets. You know, I, when I take people on a journey, I don't tell them what the planets look like. It's your imagination that furnishes where we're going. So these little glimpses of poetry are the only way that tells me about the intense experiences people have. And they're delicious and beautiful and remind us again and again of the, the deep creativity that we all hold and that we can activate activate them through internal and external movement practices. And that's what Starship Somatics is about. We're journeying into the earth, we're journeying into the stars, but really what we're doing is we're journeying with our body, mind, spirit, imaginations. Mm, that's wonderful. You wrote on your website that your love of movement is pushing against the established definitions of what dancers can be. So can you talk about what these established definitions of dance are and how you are pushing against that? So established definitions of dance are not really that established anyway, right? Because dance is always shifting. Dance is always something different. But I imagine many of the people who are listening to us right now have an idea in their mind of when you say dance. It could be that they're imagining uh, a beautiful, rich African dance practice that's really grounding us into the earth. It could be that you're imagining right now uh, a European ballet practice of people like flying off into space in beautiful linear ways. So that these are some of the imaginations that people hold when they think about dance. I think very few of us think about dance as just this creative, tender shifting of bodies and minds together, you know, just being engaged creatively in the fact that we have a body. That is, for me, one of the core aspects of dancing, that we are in various ways, spiritually, physically, energetically, engaged in enjoying, moving, and being creative with the fact that we are material beings on this material world. So that somewhat minimal definition of dance is what, what I'm interested in, activating that very base material sense of enjoyment, agency, and creativity. Petra Kopas, we're very excited to welcome you to Troy, to MPAC on Wednesday, October 11th, and to the Sanctuary on Thursday, October 12th. Would you like to leave our listeners with anything? Yes. So, dear listener, for a second, just... Feel your feet or your sits bones on the ground just as you're listening right now. And feel your shoulders dropping down into your hands if you're sitting. And just take a breath and feel the roots extending down from your sits bones, from whatever it is that's touching the surfaces closest to earth right now. And I invite you to listen to the rhythm of the environment that you are in. What are the rhythm and the pulses that come to you? I'm sitting here in a McDonald's in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, because this is where I find internet. And so I am listening right now to the pulses and the rhythms of the kitchen, the radio station, cars driving by outdoors. And I just invite you to enjoy whatever symphony you're in right now invite you to think of it as a symphony, as a musical event, as an event that can move your body, mind, spirit. Thank you. And I hope to see some of you on Wednesday and Thursday. Thank you so much.